What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Talk with Kara Jones. Today, I'm here with a Nashville realtor, Kirkland, and we are going to be talking about life of an entrepreneur, being young, being in the business, and all of that jazz. But we are going to start with a little house explanation. We are sitting here in one of Nashville's newest listings, and go ahead and give us some details. Yeah, so we're sitting at 107 Cheekwood Terrace here in Nashville, Tennessee, just about 20 minutes from the heart of Nashville and Belmead. Uh, this property is a 2023 build, new construction. It's a just over 5,000 square feet. It's a five bed, four and a half bath, three car garage. Fenced in backyard, sitting on just a little under an acre um, with room for a pool. So We just took about 45 minutes to walk through it. Yeah, so. it's, it's beautiful. Um, it's listed by the Kind Property Group. Shout out to Tim and Molly. Um, and it was built by the Paros Building Group. So they've done an incredible job. Home is absolutely beautiful. Like There's stunning. an elevator also. There's also an elevator. We didn't use it or test it out because we didn't want to break anything. But we're super excited to be here. <laughs> and I'm grateful to be here and that Kara asked me to be on the podcast. Yes. Exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Not your first podcast though, so not that special, but it's okay. I mean, you asked me before the other person asked me, Okay, but it fair. was just, he beat me to it. Yeah. Or beat you to it, I should beat say. Beat me to it, yeah. Um, but the reason I want you on the podcast is because you are young, you're in the business, you are getting after it since you've been 16. So yeah. I want to start by telling the people just how you got into business and then... We'll go from there. So want to start with your coffee stuff and then yes. we'll move on. So I've been an entrepreneur since like literally like birth. Like my family <laughs> would always go camp, like go camping in the summertime. And like, I remember I used to paint rocks and sell them to the kids and the kids would go steal money from their parents and bring it to me. That is pretty cool. Actually. Was it illegal? I don't really know, but I was always making some sort of money. And then I grew up um, in a small town. So everyone knew everyone. I started selling salsas and bracelets, like anything side hustles I could do in school, like fidget spinners. Like I had a whole fidget spinner business in middle school. That's like insane. I was always trying to make some sort of money. And then COVID hit my sophomore yeah. year of high school. Wait, yeah. Can you tell them how old you are yes. and then where you're from so also? I'm 19, almost 20 years old. I was born and raised in Northwest Arkansas, just about an hour east of like Fayetteville, Rogers, Bentonville, if anyone's familiar. Um, and I was born and raised there. I lived there until I was 18, had the coffee shop, went to high school, did everything. Yeah, that a normal high schooler does. Just just go to school, just, basically, just to school, for most people. Yeah. Um, and, and now you're here. And now I'm here. Can you tell them what brought you to Nashville? Yes. So I was, the coffee shop was open until March of 2022. Um, so on my 18th birthday on March 19th, I ended up closing it down. I was like, I hate it. I'm burnt out. I want to move states. But I had no clue where I was going to go. Um, and I met some really cool people through the drive-through that then introduced me to Grant oh, Skelton, that's cool. uh, who owns or not owns. So he's higher up in the Think Media. It used to be called Q Ideas. Okay. Um, so they're like a Christian Gen Z organization. Um, and it brought me to a retreat with about forty-five people, including all the mentors and the adults that were there. I guess technically I was an adult. I didn't feel like <laughs> it at the time. Um, and that sparked my interest in Nashville because a lot of people from the retreat lived in Nashville or were okay. moving to Nashville. Okay. So that that's brought cool. me out here. End of June, 2022, to see the city. I thought, I will never live in Nashville because it's full of hicks <laughs> and hillbillies, even though I was from the sticks in Arkansas. Yeah, come um, on. You're hating on your people. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know who would live in Nashville. Ironically enough, I live here now. Yeah. Um, but I came out end of June. I was like, I love the city. And yep. then I came out in August and signed a lease. That's amazing. And here we are. And yeah. how many people did you know when you moved here? I knew two. I knew of a lot, like, but... From that retreat, I knew that they lived here in Nashville or were in Nashville often for work. Um, but like I had only known and like had a friendship basis built with about two of them. Okay. So not very many. It was yes. kind of, it was very scary. Especially yeah. being 18, moving out of my parents' house. Parents did not like it because they were like, we don't want you leaving yeah. our tiny town. And I was like, well. Do you have yeah. any younger siblings? I do. So I have one. He is 15, also an entrepreneur. 
he just turned 15 a couple days ago. He's he, like, I'm opening my business sooner than you. <laughs> <laughs> he makes knives. So oh my gosh. he was like obsessed growing up with like forged with fire. Uh-huh. And so now he has his own like knife making business. Wow. So he makes like, he will shape the knives, sharpen the knives, like out of a block of metal. Where does he sell them? Um, From people he knows? Yeah, like, just word in, of mouth? in our like small town, word of mouth. And then he makes like custom like wood handles. It's super, super Amazing. Cool. He made me one right before I moved and little entrepreneur that so is amazing. it runs in the family to say the least yeah are your parents entrepreneurs as well yes okay so, so my that's parents, how you picked it up yeah we own a farm i grew up on like 1500 acres of land okay um they did cattle and poultry not and you hating on people of the sticks but you i, I was people of the stick okay so they are in the same they're yeah the okay. same vein of like everyone lives in the small town we shop at the one grocery store which was walmart because it originated in northwest arkansas oh yeah there's maybe two stoplights Amazing. With the Walmart, a Sonic, you know? Yeah. Pretty luxurious. Yeah. That's where I'd like to live for <laughs> sure. Um, okay, cool. So when you ended up moving to Nashville, were you already doing real estate in Arkansas or was that something that you decided after you moved? You're like, okay, maybe I'll get into this because I no, like to so talk to people. I moved to Nashville without a job. Nice. <laughs> like I want to move to Nashville. I don't know what I want to do. I've always wanted to get into real estate. My parents own rentals. They own a lot of land. Um, they own an Airbnb at the beach. Like they've, They're also in real estate. They just don't practice it my dad yeah. thinks that you don't need a realtor and that you can do it yourself that's his mindset so i was like well i can get i'm gonna licensed. prove you I'm wrong, gonna prove dad. You wrong. <laughs> yeah like we get in arguments all the time of like you don't need a realtor blah, blah, blah. i'm like don't yeah. argue with me because i will put you in your place i am correct <laughs> like i am the realtor i am the one that's licensed yeah um but i wasn't licensed in arkansas so i moved finishing the education but not taking the state exam okay so i moved without a license when does that expire um I don't it's think like don't know a few months after or no i think the courses expired the courses expired so i had about six months but i had i gave myself it only took me about a month and a half to do the education it was 90 yeah. hours um that was like my full-time job because i closed the coffee shop and didn't work over the summer okay um did the pre or pre-licensing education i'm trying to think what was the next step moving i gave myself about three weeks to get acquainted with my new surroundings in the new city um and then i also gave myself three weeks to study okay fun fact if you're getting licensed in real estate do not take notes <laughs> on an in a notebook i made Use that mistake too note cards i did two like super thick yep notebooks and yep. i was like i have to rewrite all of these no nope. and i didn't remember anything i was like okay i can't even now tell you how many square feet's in like an acre that's pretty sad as a realtor Forty-three thousand five hundred sixty. okay well i i don't know if that's right actually oh, okay. <laughs> as i'm studying for a test right now i'm like know. i have no idea yeah that actually is such good advice because i feel like i spent for the california licensing i spent like hours doing the courses Same. wrote everything down every practice test Me i wrote too. every question for the texas one i've just been like doing it all and i've already done yeah and you don't need to take the notes like because if you think about it like I would, if I would have had note cards as my notes i would have then already had a studying tool yep. save me so much time and like if you fail you fail you retake it yeah like, it's not also the, the end pass of the rate isn't that high anyways i think it's like what 50 percent or something yeah like it's not much so it's like yeah if you fail take it again i didn't fail i passed the first me time too. thankfully but I like, actually forgot my um, paper that you have to bring. I don't know if you guys have the same. Wait, but did you I, do yours in person? Yeah, okay, I, I showed. Mine. That's a thing. Yeah, but it was proctored. And it was terrifying. Wait, maybe that's the same for Texas because I have to register for a proctored one. But yeah, I thought there probably. was that in person afterwards. Mine was oh. online, but it was proctored. You had to like show your entire room. Your and your ceiling, ID and everything. Your ID. Oh my God, I think and I had the same thing. It was great because then it was all online. I got to sit at my like kitchen island and take the test. Don't forget your charger, though. I was like, I got 100%. I'll pass. I'm like, no, it'll be fine. It'll die. No, it almost died in the middle of my national exam. <laughs> Freaking out. I, was, I messaged like the proctor, and I was like, please, I need to go in my room. So I had to like hold my computer. Yeah, like take it staring, with you. Yeah, staring at this like camera. Yeah. 
and like grab my charger it was just to pay him yeah i didn't fail but if, if it would have died i would have automatically failed and it would have been a that would have sucked yeah. yeah i forgot my form and i was like that's the one thing they told me to bring yeah. so i like went into this er center really it was like 7 a.m i was like i need you to print this right now and she's like i literally haven't even started work yet and i was like please print this form but she did and it nice. was fine but yeah um password's not that high so not worth it to take all the notes and i feel like they have so many online like websites now i used yeah. um i don't remember what it's called but there's like this one that's like literally the test questions like almost verbatim i used prep agent that's what i used okay and nice. they're like the exact same questions yeah and he was great because he's a podcast a youtube channel and then they I have audiobooks too yeah like he yeah they have everything. every resource yeah so it's also like maybe i shouldn't even have studied myself and just used Use other him. tools and it's not expensive no i think it's like 30 bucks for yeah. one month or something and his podcast is free i didn't even end up paying for any of his services yeah um i'll probably do that did you pay for your schooling or did you go through like a i paid for ce shop Okay, nice. I've heard a lot of good things about yeah. CD Shop. Easy. I use Kaplan. Love it. Okay. Um, my brokerage actually gives away a K-score, also known as Kaplan, for free. Oh, that's cool. To anyone who wants to... Join? Join, yeah. Oh, wow. It's like when people come to me, I'm like, if you want to join my brokerage... I'll pay for your training, theoretically. Yeah, it's free. So I've connected, I think, five or Wait, six that's people cool. in the past year. That is awesome. Weird. Okay. Well, a little tangent for you all Sorry. about if you're starting <laughs> real estate. Um, just just things to know. It's actually good. I'll put some clips of that on TikTok. Nice. for people because i feel like there's not a lot of knowledge out there of like getting started yeah so and like if you can get started for free like i paid like twelve hundred dollars i think Me too. like someone's stupid and i was like why <laughs> You're like, now i'm in debt now i'm in <laughs> <Nice>. debt <laughs> now i need not to sell a, degree, a house like still yeah still crazy yeah so you got your license once you moved here mm -hmm. just in nashville or just in tennessee your license just in tennessee um and then what areas are you working currently so i service a majority of middle tennessee so i i'm based in nashville my okay. office is in nashville i service like nashville david's or let me restart. Davidson County. <laughs> I am such. You know why we're we're struggling is because we did a <laughs> coffee taste test before this, and we had approximately four cold brews today. Well, you don't have cold brew, but still espresso shots. Still caffeine. I'm scatterbrained. We're like this. <laughs> the TikTok. It's like, does it look like my hand is shaking? No. <laughs> we should make that. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Sorry. Work I'm in the so... Nashville area. <laughs> and yes yeah, so i service a majority of middle tennessee if i don't service it i have someone that does um mm -hmm. davidson county will williamson county wilson rutherford um sumner i'm trying to think of what else really nashville and the middle in the greater yeah but the if anyone's looking areas. to buy in tennessee you obviously can guide them to where to go yeah, and like 100%. connect them with someone that's able yeah eventually i'd like to have people like a part of my i guess not sphere because like i have a referral sphere but um yeah on my like team, a team in a sense yeah covering the entire state so i could fully service the entire state of tennessee yeah but right now it's just a majority of middle tennessee okay cool will you walk me through your experience in your first year so you've been a full year correct or I've almost a, yeah over a full year okay will you walk through like your first year how it went the differences you saw like doing entrepreneurship as like a business owner versus like a real estate business owner like yeah what struggles like you face compare and contrast yeah. my yeah. coffee shop to real estate yeah so did I even say that I opened a coffee shop at 16? I think we uh, just referenced it, but we didn't talk about it. Okay, so I opened a coffee shop at 16, did that until I was 18. Yep. Um, Why'd you choose coffee, if we could go back? Yeah, track. we can go back. Let's let's take it back a couple of years. Yes. Um, so I opened a, a food truck. It started as a food truck, okay. as a joke almost. I was like, I want a Tesla. 
how can I get so a that's Tesla? What COVID hit. But like, you got your Tesla. I got my Tesla. Amazing. So I was like, how can I get a Tesla? I want to open a food truck. I remember freshman year, like very vividly, I was eating lunch with my friends and I was like, I'm going to open up a food truck. And this was pre-COVID. I was like, it's going to be a tater tot food truck. <laughs> so niche. <laughs> so niche. But I was like, you can order like your barbecue mac and cheese tater tots and like have oh. them very like specialty gourmet tater tots. I was like, these would sell. Like Especially in sure. sticks. In the sticks. People will eat those up. Anything fried, they're like, give it to me. Yes, right now. Um, and then the next year was COVID, my sophomore year of high school. I was like, look, I've got to do something. Yeah. Because. Were you not in person anymore? I you wasn't were like after COVID hit. So it was like my last semester. It was actually a few days before, before my 16th uh, birthday. Wow. So before I turned 16, I had the idea of like a coffee food truck. Yeah. I loved coffee. Like I worked at a coffee shop for about three months and I was like, okay. I know it. I got it. Yeah. I trained myself how to open up a food truck on YouTube. Okay. Um, and that's what started it all. I told my parents, I was like, look, I need like their business owners. So they're like, we can loan you money, not from the bank, from us. Yeah. And then you can just pay us back. Yeah. And there's no interest. And I was like, you know what? Let's do that. What a nice gig. Yeah. And I was like, I was very grateful for them. And like, really, I wouldn't be where I am without my parents and the opportunities that I got from their entrepreneurial endeavors as well. Yeah. Um, so I opened up a food truck. The plan was to work it about three days a week. Okay. Um, and do online school. Did not work out. I scaled that thing to about, at the time, I think five people. Um, including myself, and I also got to employ my grandma, which was super cool. That's cool, yeah. And it was a food truck. We were open six days a week. The first day, we sold over 80 smoothie bowls and I think close to 200 coffees. It was oh my God. insane because our, our small town everyone our came to food support. truck was very aesthetic and people yeah. didn't know what to do with something that was aesthetic yeah like i like to say i brought oat milk to my small town probably because people freaked out when they were they figured out what oat milk was and i was like let me put you on because i think our other coffee shop didn't have oat milk okay so you definitely did that i brought oat milk to yes. arkansas to say the least oatly <laughs> <laughs> superior um, my only dream in life <laughs> my only dream in life is to eventually own oatly actually i'm just kidding that um, would be cool though that would be super cool so you, you sold a lot your first day. I sold a lot in in real estate. I sold a lot of coffee <laughs> and too. just, we were in the food truck for about six months, scaled it to um, a drive through brick and mortar. It was actually, I was waiting tables at night after I closed the food truck because I didn't pay myself. Mm. Um, and when he retired, he saw it kind of like fully evolve um, and he let me rent his building. I then had about eight girls working for me, all 20 and under, which was super cool. Yeah. Ran that for about a little less than a year and a half, closed it down on my 18th birthday. That was a struggle in itself. Hiring and firing is not fun. I mutually rele released about two people, to yeah. say the least. It yeah. was not fun. Um, and I got to the point where I, I was burnt out. And then in real estate, it's very similar in the sense of like lots of hours, but I didn't have anyone else to rely on in the sense of like being responsible for their income. That was super stressful. Yeah. So like having to make sure I can pay them and keep them on clock and like managing their schedules and managing my finances, yeah. all the ordering. There's a lot of work that people don't understand behind a coffee shop where in yeah. real estate it's similar it's just that time and energy is just allocated in a different spot more outwardly estate. prospecting than yeah. like inward maintenance yeah. i guess and like real estate you have to go find people whereas coffee they'll come to you yeah it's so like my brick and mortar didn't move people came to me we had lines it was crazy it was also a smaller town so it was easier to like yeah. work and market and people already knew who I was, which was nice. Whereas in real estate, like I moved to Nashville knowing nobody. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I, now, who do I talk to? Ground zero. So I just yes. had to start talking to people, building yeah. community, making connections, really pouring into people. And that's kind of like what started my sphere of influence. So I didn't answer your question whatsoever. You kind of did. A little bit. A little bit. So you still do your coffee, mm -hmm. but not the same way. Correct. So it's fully... My coffee shop in Arkansas was called The Morning Grind. Okay. Um, I actually have TMG tattooed on my right ankle. <laughs> nice. 
don't recommend it was an at-home tattoo um <laughs> that's entrepreneur spirit right there yeah like i was staying at your roots fully. yeah um but the morning grind was it died when i closed the coffee shop i didn't want to continue the name so when i moved to nashville i got into real estate didn't have coffee at the time right when i moved and i was i missed coffee so yeah then i started a mobile cold brew coffee company which is still up and running it's called clin coffee okay so my, my name is kirklin so k-l-y-n people always think it's kaylin it's not kaylin it's clin coffee um but we do luxury apartments primarily. Um, okay. It's like cart pop-ups, like coffee cart pop-ups, mm-hmm. which can then syndicate into my real estate. Yep. And then I've recently rebranded. Clean Coffee is the same. It's, a, it's an exterior business, but I rebranded real estate as Coffee on the House. Mm-hmm. So then I can do um, my coffee carts in open houses. And we talked today earlier, like if I'm charging or going off of tips, my whole basis is it's free coffee. Mm-hmm. I want them to see how hard I'm working for other clients. So then that can resemble like, oh, that's how hard he's going to work for us. Yeah. And it's when they ask how much the coffee is, you can say, oh, coffee's on the house. Like it's yeah. free. I and love that play slogan. On words. Yes. It's a great slogan. And that's kind of like where that was born. Do and you want to eventually grow your coffee back up or do you want to go more full real estate? So I want my, the plan and the plans change every single day. I get it. Um, I tell people stuff every single day <laughs> and I'm like, I woke up and I don't feel it anymore. So literally like my friends, I will tell them like, Oh, I have a new idea. And they're like, Kirkland, you have a new idea. I'm done. With every it. I'm done day. Listening. I'm yeah. like, I'll put it in the notes for later. We'll yes. revisit. Um, but the goal is to grow a big enough real estate team where I don't fully work in production unless it's specific clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm able to just pour into other agents and help them grow as well as grow my team and then have a brick and mortar. So I have, I'll tell you off camera the franchise idea I have. Okay. Um, can't spill those beans. Can't spill those beans. It'll be a couple Not years. Not those coffee beans. Not those coffee beans. Um, okay. Or the tea. But Yes. <laughs> all the things. All the things. To eventually own a coffee company, like mm-hmm. full-on coffee shops, brick and mortars, as well as... And branch that out. And too. branch it out too. But my okay. goal before I do that is to branch out coffee on the house. Okay. So I want to have that coffee cart as almost a real estate franchise so people can use it as a lead gen tool mm-hmm. if I can create a good enough system where it actually makes sense and it's like proven to actually Would you work. do it like where, like say I wanted to do it and I'd buy into your system or whatever and you'd ship me out the coffee yeah, and then so I would... I would give you my entire tools that I and resources that I have, including my own roasters That's like here the in ultimate coaching program yeah, or like whatever like, that I you could buy. Like, if you're in Austin and... Is that like public? Yeah, going to it's pu- okay, yeah cool. it's public. You want to branch out to Coffee on the House Austin. And like, I would love that, by the way. That would be so cool. I want to fly to Austin and host open houses with you for like launch weekend of Coffee on the House Austin. And like, I wouldn't want to pull you in as like a team member, but I would want to grow Coffee on the House Wait, Austin. Wait, that would be so As cool. your team. Yeah. And you're just also a rainmaker for me. But like, I wouldn't take like that 50% commission that teams do for like satellite I was going to say, would you do like an initial startup fee and then like. Yeah. It'd be like, more a like a ten percent referral program. Like, this is how the systems work. You would also pay up front X amount of X dollars amount. for all of the like coffee cart and like the the items. Actual you would need. things, yeah. yeah. Um, but then I would want you to absorb the coffee on the house brand, and it would just be signed in like an NDA document of like this is everything you're agreeing to. But anything as you're signed on with coffee on the house, like you can mimic it, but you will never be and have what our offerings are like our roasters for example like you won't ever have our coffee yeah and like i've been in the business since i was 13 so i yeah. know coffee really well and like yeah. even now people are like you're gonna have people mimic your coffee car idea in nashville i'm like that's okay though because like they're gonna have a keurig at their <laughs> open house and i'm gonna have my full on my own, own coffee brand coffee, yeah um so that's the end goal with yeah. coffee and real estate is to be able to like help other agents and like you yeah. love coffee i love coffee yeah Open houses, the hardest thing for an open house is to create conversation. Yeah. And the easiest way to create conversations over coffee. And that is where I think you just sold the deal. Here we are. That's the whole clip right there. (laughs) That's all we needed. That's all we needed. That's actually really cool. And you could do like a 
like a 10% referral fee or something. Like every time someone closes a deal that came in to a coffee on the house, open house, like you get X amount of their commission. Yeah. Something like that. I don't even know if I would want to do 10%. Maybe like, like five. Yeah. Even like I want it to almost Well, it depends free. on the markets too because, True. well, you have to make money somehow. Yeah. Well, I would, the goal behind coffee on the house would be almost like they are a part of my team. So like we are equal playing oh. fields. Like I have coffee on the house in Nashville. You have coffee on the house Austin. Oh, yeah. Tatum has coffee on the house Ventura. Yeah. Whatever That'd that be looks cool. like. Yeah. Then we're all like team members because like i want to create it'd be like the ultimate referral group as well yeah, though, like that's too. like its own little niche group of like oh yeah. you're on coffee in the house like how do i get coffee in the house in my market yeah um i have a friend out in denver she's with kw as well as a referral partner and she's like well, whenever you're in denver like wanted to bring it to denver like let me be the call so like i think it could be a very large thing yeah and like people like i don't know what your goals are in real estate for team wise but like if you want to love grow to a, team, a team yeah utilizing coffee in the house to grow help other agents grow a team is something I, I would like to utilize. Too the biggest the thing teaching people too with real estate is like, we were talking about this earlier. Like we both are yappers. Like we won't <laughs> shut the fuck up. Such and yappers. I feel like that's the biggest struggle people have getting into real estate is like, how do I talk to people at an open house? And like having that, it's almost yes. like a blanket. And like, like one of my friends, Katie, she's working for me on Sundays for the open houses. So like she's fully managing coffee. She's not yeah. licensed in real estate. So she can't like talk about square footage or price point. But she can set me up and team me up as the realtor. So she's yeah. the one working coffee, taking the orders. They're going to be signing in on a square iPad. It's yeah. like the square system you use for coffee shops. Yep. I have the stand from my coffee shop. Amazing. So it's like they're almost leaving a tip and like doing the things. But, but there's no tip. Just it's contact. Just, I just need your contact information and you can yeah. have this free coffee. Yeah. They order it. She tees them up. They come over to me to chat with me. They look at the house. They come back to pick up their coffee. Cute logos and branding on the front of the cups, and they want to take a picture of the coffee that they just got for free that tastes good in front of that house. So then it's going to go on social media, which will then be more marketing for me. Yeah, and, and then you get the follow up too, because then, then you can reach out to them and be like, "Hey, thanks for coming in." Like, yeah. blah blah blah. And like, let's say they go to five open houses, and they're going to remember that. Hey, I am Kirkland from One Two Three Main Street. Thank you so much for stopping by. If I end it with, "I hope you really enjoyed your coffee," boom, automatic differentiator. Like, oh, he that coffee was good, and like. I am biased because like it's my coffee, but like my coffee is really, really good. I've got great roasters and like the whole yeah. process behind it's great. The recipes, the ratios. So I know that they're going to enjoy the coffee. 99% yeah. of the time at least. Yeah. So like obviously there's always someone that does it. Always like, this is not good. It's like, okay, well, you're not my so, client. See ya. Um, but I think that'll be a really big differentiator too of like, oh, he, he's the one with the coffee guy. Yeah. And that's the key in real estate because there's so many agents. Like mm -hmm. everyone will always be like, oh, I know blah, blah, blah. I know blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's like being the unique agent being the one that sticks out yeah. being the one they remember like all of that is so vital to having a successful business mm -hmm. like i think you branching that could be so good because it'll give people that yeah 100 percent. that like little difference yeah, and me being young too is like i would love to talk about that too of like yeah because we're both Go really ahead. young realtors of how that's affected us in business because i think a lot of people look down upon us of like oh, oh my God. you're young you're gen z it's like okay well you're 90 i don't know <laughs> like you're the old man in the in the office that hates on the young people for posting on tiktok and it's like yeah. tiktok is what's closing deals i haven't but one day <laughs> i think it's frustrating i don't i don't want to say sometimes i feel like i don't get clients because i'm young but like their initial thought when they see me is like oh she doesn't know anything yeah and, and it's like, frustrating it's like why though yeah but I do know stuff exactly, and like I will help you and probably provide you better service than like 90% of realtors that have been in the business for 20 years who are like 100% and it's yeah. like being young too. I think can, uh, there's a lot of value to add that people don't recognize. Yeah. So like even in your listing presentations, like if coffee in the house ever branches out like to Austin, like that itself is a big value add of like, look, your opening weekend, I'm going to have a coffee shop popped up in your house 
fully free, nothing coming out of yeah. your pocket yeah. to give and to put eyes on. And like people already ask me that are like not even in the market to buy, like when's your next pop-up? Yeah. Through this, um, like National Metro, I can't do pop-ups without a sink if I charge. If it's free, I don't got to follow health codes. Oh, so that's I can nice. pop up anywhere in Nashville, draw on people. Like it's such a big value add. And like being young in general, like without coffee, we have yeah. a lot more knowledge than people think and give yeah. us credit for. Yeah. And I think people have like a distaste in their mouths just from social media. Like mm-hmm. there's so many young, lazy people in our generation, which is like not a false statement. But I think every time they see someone in business, they're like, oh, you're just one of them. Yeah. And I'm like. It's like, don't categorize me with someone just because you have some sort of like yeah idea in your mind of who I am as a, a young realtor. Yeah. And like, I do think a lot of people are getting into real estate young, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of people... I think the statistics is like 87% of agents don't make it past five years. Yeah. Which like it's a doggy dog world. So mm-hmm. it makes sense why people don't. And like, I think the amount of backlash you face, like it gets old. Yeah. You're like, damn, why am I even doing this? No, like, 100%. And it's and a like, hustle. The work that you have to put in to find leads and to find clients yeah. is a lot of work too that people aren't really recognizing up front. They're just like, oh, let me get this test taken in to pass my test. And it's like, okay, that's the easiest part. Yeah. Like, good the test luck. is nothing. Yeah, yeah. The test is nothing. Yeah. I actually faced some rejection recently. I was trying to get this um, short sale and the realtor was like, I was talking to the realtor about it because it was like a referral short sale and they like ended up going with a more experienced agent. And I was like, I've never done one, but like I, it can tell you I'll f- absolutely kill it if you give it yeah. to me like I will do all the research I'll work with whoever I need to work with like yeah. I don't mind doing the work and I didn't get picked so that's so frustrating do you I put your like, face on like your branding oh everything see I which did that but I've switched yeah so I'm like okay how can I create a consistent branding where people recognize it without my face yeah I probably Just should do that because I was always anti like anything but my name is my real estate until I swapped coffee on the house but if I can keep my colors and my fonts and everything cohesive and just remove my name and instead of putting, or not my name, sorry, my face and yeah. putting client testimonials instead, that's what I did. And I drop it in the Facebook groups. Yeah. That's been, it's gotten anything, but it, it gives it more of a professional look of like some young 19 year old. People don't think I'm 19. Yeah. I normally get like 22, which yeah. I think is generous. Like, like I'm also <laughs> tall with tattoos. Like that gives yeah. me some, some extra years yeah. that I shouldn't have. Yeah. I mean, I feel like not old but like i'm not super young i'm 26 and people think i'm like 21 all the time and i'm like it's frustrating it's like why does my age really matter like it's a nine-year-old that has a lot of health issues like what if he dies like in the middle (laughs) of the sale like what happens then you know you do learn that on your real estate test taking they tell you what happens which is crazy um yeah and i feel like i get probably one call a week of some old dude hitting on me like oh i saw your picture and i chose you because you look like this and i'm like that's I'm just trying to sell houses. Yeah, it's like I'm not selling myself. Yeah, <laughs> I am not, I'm not free. online. <laughs> I don't come for I free. I work for commission. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I'm very over it. But every time I say that, someone will be like, "Well, like you just can't look at it like that. Like you have to like go past that objection." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's true, but it's also annoying. Yeah, like I want to like, complain for a second. Yeah, and we should get the ability and have the space to complain. Yeah, because it is something that we are going to deal with. And I think years. being younger people like step on you. Like they mm-hmm. think that you will do absolutely everything for them. And I'm like, that's not even like no one else would do that for you. So why are you? Yeah. And it's, I've had to learn boundaries in the business. I'm not good at that. Me either, but I've gotten better and I love saying no now. I'm like, no, sorry. (laughs) Get over it. (laughs) Yeah. And like putting in like working hours, I've also noticed helps and just boundaries in general within real estate will help you 
stay in the business a lot longer, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you burn out in the beginning, then like, that's why you're not making it past the five years, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, why am I doing this? And then I'm like, I'm just having a moment. I got to keep pushing. Going. I never answered your question of like my first year in real estate. Oh yeah. So sorry. It's fine. First year in real estate. I probably at least once a week, maybe once a month, depending on the the market, I guess I probably had a mental breakdown of like, I'm quitting real estate. I'm moving back home. I can't do this. This is impossible. And then I was like, Oh, I just need to sleep (laughs) (laughs) or drink some more coffee. I just need to go to bed real quick. Yeah. I just need some more, some sleep. I think that's why though. Also so many people start real estate and like no one talks about how shitty it is. Like it's horrible. Like it's not, it's not pretty. And like people on, I, that's my biggest pet peeve with TikTok too, is people are like, the hate day comments? in the life. Oh, the hate comments oh. too. But it's like day in the life. And I, I'm all for a good day in the life. I love me a good day in the life. But when you're glamorizing a day in the life, like you're yeah. putting such a false narrative in people's mouths uh, and heads of like, I want to do that. They don't work. And they make lots of money. And it's no. like, ah, wrong. No. <laughs> I Absolutely work a no. lot and I don't make a lot of money. And you're yeah. not going to make a lot of money. And like For years. Yeah. yeah. And like in general, the standard like principal practice for business is like your first five years, you're not going to make any money. And like yeah. you'll probably hopefully make enough money to live. Hopefully. Maybe. Keyword. Maybe not. But yeah. like also, it's just, it's not as pretty as social media makes it look, which I think yeah. that applies for anything in life too. Yeah everything in life everything in life really. i've been getting a lot of hate comments on my tiktoks lately. really yeah like i was telling you earlier <laughs> someone commented like why is every realtor so obnoxious and i was like god damn i'm sorry you gotta be yeah like, do you want you gotta put yourself out there do you want someone who's not gonna talk and marketing oh like i'm in real estate and everyone in the room's gonna know it but yeah. it's not because i'm gonna tell them it's because i'm gonna have conversations that lead to real estate yeah it's all about 100 knowing your words and like how to use them correctly yeah. too and i feel like it's hard to portray that personality on social media sometimes because like, yeah. again, it's just one video mm-hmm. and there's no context to it ever. It's just like a front facing video. People will literally like, I saw one yesterday. People were demolishing them in the comments and it wasn't a realtor. It was someone who I guess they rented and they were like, made the place look so much better. They painted the walls and did some things. And it was like, I'm not getting my um, deposit back. And people were destroying them. And it was just an audio. It wasn't even them <laughs> saying that they were like, you're a horrible human being. You shouldn't even exist. And I was like, Whoa, Goddamn. like all they did was paint the walls and I'm yeah. sure they'll paint it back. Like calm uh, down. The trolls are crazy on the internet. I'm like this, those are people that wouldn't make it in real estate. <laughs> they don't want to get out of bed and do anything. They just want to sit in their bed and do nothing. Be watch mean. TikToks and yeah, be mean and make money. Yeah. Which, I mean, respect, but Go like, for get it, off my TikTok. But yeah. <laughs> Hop off my TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I posted a, uh, a video recently two of my friend and I running and I was like, she always, when her and I run together, she's my coworker at my full-time job. When we run together, I stop at the stoplight and I don't run and she like runs in circles and I'm like, you're fucking <laughs> stupid for running. Like take your break, you know, That's which so to each funny. their own. But yeah. I made a video like being like real runners versus fake runners, like calling her a <laughs> fake runner because she wasn't taking a break. And they ripped me apart in the comments, like to the point that TikTok banned comments off the video and like deleted like auto deleted the comments because there was like so much hate on me and i was like it's a joke and i know her like that's not i was like, like it's just a funny video it's just, just a chill. joke Calm yeah down. like oh my god these people anyways off a tangent per usual sorry um no all of my podcasts are like this I i'm like <laughs> i need i need people that aren't tangent people when they're on my podcast because i will just like I talk control about. my conversation because my conversation is just all over the it's place like, nee, nee, nee. that's how your brain is <laughs> <laughs> actually no I got a brain scan done and there was no ADHD on it. Nice. I haven't had a brain scan, but I think I do because I talk so much and I'm just so like everywhere all over the place. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't have it. That's crazy. I know. Sorry. Another tangent. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone knows everything about my brain scan now. It's come up in like four of my episodes. I love that. 
What it's was good. It, was it for another reason? Can I ask? Uh, my One of my good friends, she does them for work. Oh, cool. She's like, does neuro wave measuring. I don't okay. know what it's called. The scientific term. Yeah. So they put it on and they put like electrodes on you and then it like scans your brain waves and then tells you like what things are wrong. Wow. Yeah. That's super cool. Didn't turn out very good, but I don't have ADHD. So that's good. <laughs> that's all that matters. Um, let's go back into entrepreneur stuff. Do you feel like you are often alone being an entrepreneur or do you feel like you have a lot of friends that have similar mindsets? Like where do you fall in like friendships with people? That's a good question. Being so young. Um, I think that my office, like real estate office has given me a really good opportunity to get plugged in with young entrepreneurs. Um, mm-hmm. It's very youthful and a good mix of some older people too that are very like seasoned and like well-versed in a lot of things which is great uh, but i've really found my community of entrepreneurs there um okay. outside of that i would say my friends are entrepreneurs but they're very different types of entrepreneurs um i don't have anyone in real estate i don't have anyone in coffee i don't have anyone that solely relies on themselves mm. when it comes to, like selling a product like one of my yeah. friends is a, a full-time musician and she writes for um some bigger companies another one's a florist and a part-time college student like I have different arrays of friends, but they yeah. all understand the entrepreneurship behind it. So like if I got to take a call during dinner or if I have to walk out in the middle of us hanging out, like they understand, which is that's good. really, yeah, it's very good. And I feel like if I was in a friend group that would always give me a hard time about like taking a phone call or responding to clients, yeah. I don't think we could be friends Yeah, because it's like, this is my job, my, my sole income. Like either I answer this phone call <laughs> or I might lose a client. Like yeah. some clients get upset and I'm all for boundaries, but I also think that time and place yeah and it's yeah. like i get the luxury to go hang out with them on a 2 p.m on a tuesday like most Us people right are working now. yeah literally so it's it like literally might be oh it's 3 30 but same thing 3 30 on a monday <laughs> close enough yeah but it's like that there's beauty behind that too like your people yeah. just having a circle who understands you yeah not necessarily so i don't really feel lonely in the sense of an entrepreneur that's good i feel like <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i often am alone okay because I mean, no shame on my friends, but like they have a very different outlook on like where they want their lives to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have a hard time finding, at least where I live, a lot of driven people. Like I feel like a lot of people are like very content in yeah. how they live in SAC, which I'm hoping will change when I go to Austin because Austin is a little bit more like Nashville-ish, yeah. like out there and like progressive and all of that. But I feel like I've had a really hard time finding like a solid group of friends that are like super driven. I've experienced that too in a sense of like i've come to like the realization end of last year like i love i have i guess at the end of last year i had a bigger circle of people then i realized there's a lot of times and it wasn't the circle that i have now in a sense yeah but it was more of like i was just going to all these events and doing all of these like community oriented things where i was meeting people and having very surface level conversations and realized that was really draining yeah so i had to like pick the people i want to put close to me very wisely yeah and that's been really beneficial too, of like just saying no, of like, I'm sorry, like, thank you for inviting me to this. I've not seen you in six months and it's exhausting to catch up for like that long. <laughs> it's so exhausting like, to talk. I hang out with you, unfortunately. Yeah. And I like, feel like the smaller circle helps with that. Yeah. Like once you find your people and you're like, okay, I got my yeah. like core group. I mean, I'm not I mean a lot of times, like, I mean, I live alone. I'm 19. A lot of people are like, I was having a conversation with someone last night. I'm like, do not get lonely. Yeah. And it's like, yes and no. But like, I enjoy being alone. I enjoy recharging alone. And it's nice that I live close to friends. So like I want to hang out with my can, but also yeah. there's periods where I don't see them for a week or two. And like, I'm always like, I'm on my own, but I have some consistent things in my routine where I see people regularly. Yeah. The yeah. office is a really big thing too. Yeah. To see the consistent people. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, I think it just depends too on the season of like what I'm going through, how busy life is. Yeah. Because sometimes if I'm going 100 miles an hour, I don't notice things. Whereas like <laughs> if business is slower, then I'm like, You're like oh, huh. I do, I do notice that I'm sitting on my couch on yeah. a Friday night. At I literally was telling my friends that I was like, I live by myself. Like I don't see anyone from like 5 p.m. until I go work out in the morning. So like my workout is like the one time I talk to people. Nice. And then like obviously business, I talk to people, but it's like a different type of it's talking. Different. And yeah. I have noticed too, like with referral partners, like my whole thing with referral partners is like. I want to build a very solid relationship with you. Yeah. Or like if you ever natural need a place to crash, like my spare bedroom's always open kind of relationships. Yeah. So I think that helps me feel less lonely too. Of like we met like three through, weeks ago. Yeah, through social media. Through social media. Yeah, and my like, friends like, are you gonna be okay? I was <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Fine. Maybe. I think so. Um, and I think that Zoom's super nice and like mm-hmm. just knowing what they're going through that really helps too. Of like, what are you yeah. struggling with? What are you? What's working? What's not working? that's been really beneficial for me of like, Oh, like we're going through the same things and we can just have these conversations yeah. and just starting my morning off having a coffee and talking to someone in a different time zone. That's it's a super cool yeah. thing that a lot of jobs don't offer. Yeah. I feel like recently, well, a lot of older agents will say like, don't, don't network with referral partners, like in real estate, like don't network with other realtors. Like you're not going to get much out of it. But recently I've joined like two like agent groups and I feel like it's been like some of the best things I've done. Like I've met so many people and like, in, is it in Wisco? Yeah, in that okay. one, in the TikTok one. Me too. Yeah, and I don't think you're in the other one. I think it's a different Nashville person. Maybe. It might be you. I'll share with you after. Nice. Um, but I feel like we started, like, a social media challenge, like, post to a day, and we're going to like and comment on everyone's thing. And, oh, like, that's awesome. just having that, it's, like, you're, like, promoting someone else's content. You're, like, helping them try to get social media leads. Like, because yeah. I feel like everyone is so, not to be, like, implicitly biased but like so young but also like so driven and yeah. I think having that drive of like okay yeah we want to chase social media too which is like super common because all of these groups yeah. are happening on social and media accountability. That's yeah a big thing too. yeah and we have like one weekly meeting a week which I love like I just feel like it's a different um support that my brokerage doesn't give me that's awesome you know so yeah. that's been I feel like the biggest change at least for me in terms of being younger and entrepreneur yeah finding you your know? community even if it's a community over Zoom, in your is yeah. just game changer yeah. in the sense of like being a young entrepreneur because i mean yeah. it, it can get lonely and like anyone who is feeling lonely you're not alone yeah which is kind of cliche like statement cliche. but like true you're not alone like we were in this together but it's it's yeah. true we are in this together and like the only way it's like a lot of people too in real estate to get into it and they don't want to like befriend anyone because it's like oh like they're gonna steal my business yeah and it's like there's enough houses out there so if you're good enough at your job you'll succeed and i was not, just gonna say people that share won't. info don't have the scarcity mindset they're yeah. like oh i got enough business i'm good at what i do 100 percent. and like, i feel like those groups are like that like all of us are like oh i did this like it this works. Yeah, this got this. me a lead mm-hmm. like you guys should post this exact video yeah which I love there's that. no like i guess jealousy either of like yeah. oh they're copying me it's like one nothing is original ever like ever, ever. Yeah. yeah and like if it helps you and it can help someone else like why not add that value if it, even if it's to a real like another like referral partner realtor yeah who cares if you get a referral out of it like you're benefiting their business you're doing something good and like as an entrepreneur like money comes money goes you can't have gonna a say it always comes back to you of like if you give you will also receive yeah but give with the intentions of not receiving anything yeah and that can really it's be a good life principle too yeah just in general that people don't follow no not at all yeah <laughs> everyone's like where's my exchange yeah like Like, don't set expectations on the amount of anything that you give and like you it'll always come back to you yeah and if it doesn't be patient like that's all there is to it it's just on its way still we'll wrap this up can you give one piece of advice like entrepreneur in general someone thinks like okay i'm gonna be a business owner i'm gonna be this but doesn't know where to start they don't know what it's gonna be what 
what piece of advice would you give them? Can I? Okay, so this is the only thing I actually looked at that you gave me. <laughs> What's this last question? Can I say the best piece of advice I've ever gotten that I'll yeah. give and the best piece of advice I have to give? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do both. My best piece of advice I've ever been given, it's very cliche, but it's it takes money to make money. And that is so true. And even if you remove the, the principle of like money, you have to give to receive again, like what we were just talking about. And it takes money to make money, whether that's investing in like with money into your business, whether it's investing in yourself mentally, physically, like, yeah, whether it's a coach, whether it's like whatever it is, get a mentor too and get a coach. Like you're never going to be perfect. I, I saw a quote. This is me. I'm going on a tangent. I'm sorry. But it was like LeBron James had a coach. So why don't you think you need to have a coach? And yeah. I was like, that's so true. That's deep. It's like, I need a coach yeah. and I got a coach and it's really been pivotal in my business. And yeah. so yeah, it takes money to make money would be the best piece of advice I've gotten the best piece of advice I have to give is to prioritize rest. Okay. Rest is so important. I try and take one full day a week. I don't do this every week, but I try um, of no work. So I do my three W's, no work, no worries, no wants. I fully shut off. I do not disturb my phone. Clients, I mean, if they text you, text them back. Like you don't want to piss anybody off, but also Boundary. really allow yourself to rest and prioritize rest. The reason I'm not still in Arkansas, which thank the Lord, but I'm not in Arkansas is because I got burnt out with my coffee shop. I was working 80 hours a week while also doing online high school. Like it just wasn't it. I didn't allow myself to rest. I wasn't eating well. And like, it was just, I was running on more coffee than anything else. And like, yeah. I hit that burnout. So if you really at least prioritize one day a week of intentional rest and giving yourself permission to rest, I think is super important too. I don't do that at all. I so. am t- I'm preaching to the choir right now because I also am working on this. But if you're giving yourself permission to rest, it's easier to allow yourself to rest because That's oftentimes true. I'm like, oh, I need to rest, but I have X, Y, and Z to do. Well, do I really need to do that today? No. Do I really need to prep next week's social media? Can and I do like, that tomorrow? Life it's is short. Hours. Yeah. yeah. And it's like fully unplugged from work just for 24 hours. It's not going to hurt you. You can wake up extra early the next the next morning if you want to. Go for it. Yeah. And just fully remove yourself, not not only from work, but from social media. That's a big thing. Too. I was just going to say that's my piece of advice. Like, yeah. don't fall in the social media don't trap of like my whole Explorer page. I actually talked about this on my episode that's releasing tomorrow. Like my whole Explorer page is like inspirational videos or like mm-hmm. business things. And I'm like, sometimes I'll look at it and I'll be like, fuck, I'm so behind. Yeah. Like I'm so behind. And that's like the whole thing. Such is, a trap. Yeah. It's such a trap. And it's like, be present in where you are because if you don't have it, you're not supposed to have it. Yeah. Like you chase these dreams and like go for it. I think that the only way you get somewhere in life is to chase the dreams that you were given and like that you have. But at the same time, you've got to prioritize the rest and prioritize like, okay, I am where I am today. Yeah. I can't do anything to change that. Yeah. I'm going to be grateful for what I have today yeah. and I'm going to take on tomorrow. And if you're not content now, like you're going to get to your goal and then you're going to be like still not content. So what's next? I got to, I got to yeah. chase the next thing. Next I think again. that's the hardest thing to get over for me yeah. is like chasing the next yeah. bullet like, point. Well, I have this, I wanted this for a year or two years and now I'm going to get for something it. else. And it's like, I have it and it's yeah. what? It's like, okay, it's mid. Yeah. Moving on. And it's like, come yeah. on. And if you're just chasing those things and then you're never satisfied, like it's literally just a toxic loop. Yeah. And you just, I think gratitude is a big thing too. I try and practice gratitude of like, I'm grateful for the little things. I'm grateful for the big things. So it's like yeah. every small win is still a win. Yeah. And if you're grateful for the little things, like when you are running a multi-million dollar company in 10, 20 years, like you'll be even more grateful for that. And Especially like, if you look back and you're like, damn, I like actually enjoyed the process getting yeah, here. You'll 100%. be like, okay. Cause like a majority of life is the process. Yeah. So it's like, we might as well enjoy it while now. we can. Cause yeah. Like, yeah, life is young. It's I don't want to be 90 like the other realtors just kidding I don't know even a nine-year-old realtor but like I know some like 70 something year old realtors yeah and like I don't know if I want to be working at 70 like I want to build a life now where I can then retire and 
spend time with my wife and my kids yeah. and like enjoy life and also pour into other people and like yeah continue to i definitely want to get into like the teaching aspect or like yeah. the educating as- aspect because like i'm like huge in fitness like i did gym coaching for a while like i like the education part of things yeah. so i would love to have like an entrepreneurial investment company yeah of like you invest in people's dreams but also help their dreams like come to like turn into a reality you're yeah. giving them the money to make the money yeah because it takes money to make money yes so, full circle full circle that's amazing um, anything else you can think of? Just again, thank you so much to the Kind Property Group and the Paros Building Group for not only building this beautiful home, but allowing us to record this podcast. Yes. Um, we're very thankful for that. It's absolutely amazing. We're going to post some video tours too, which I'll link in the description to this podcast. So you'll be able to find them quickly. Yes. But it is honestly one of the most stunning houses I mean, I've ever seen. Five bedrooms, four and a half bathrooms, three car garage, a little under an acre of land, fenced in backyard. Like it's got it all less than or about 20 minutes from downtown Nashville. So like, yeah. if you live in Nashville and you're like, this home looks beautiful. I want to come see it. Let me know. I'll or if you're trying to get out of your state. Yeah. Or if you're trying to relocate, I work with a lot of relos, a lot of investors, short-term yep. rental investors. I think Austin is there. Are they big? And I'm getting on a tangent. Yeah. Sorry. Austin's um, big. I'm excited. <laughs> That's all we got to care about. <laughs> no, it will be great. If you are interested though, please do reach out or like shoot a DM or whatever. I'm going to have your contact information cool. in the description as well. So if you see this and you want more info, just let us know. We'd um, love the opportunity to give you a tour and to oh, meet with the builders too. Because yes. The builders are awesome, especially, um, the listing agent said that they're really good with post-closing. So like oh, post, post-closing good. follow-up, which I feel like is really important too. Especially the, with new construction. New construction, yeah. Because like if there's an issue, like you want to have a builder who's going to really prioritize you as a client um, and to always put you first if you have issues in your new yeah. $2.5 $9 million home. home. Also, I just want to say thank you again for having me. Anytime. I'm so grateful to be on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Hang out Shout out social media. Me? I said shout out to social media. Oh, yeah. I was like, shout out to who? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for this week's episode of Real Talk with Kara Jones. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. And hopefully one day you'll be back on the podcast when we're coffee on the housing in Austin or something. I would love that. That would be amazing. For now, that is all. Bye. Bye.